Welcome back to More About God Podcast. It's great to be back with Luke here and um, back into what we were talking about. Last week, I did my message of hope in God. I posted that on the podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you enjoy this podcast now. Um, some updates. Me and Luke are now going to take on another series. They're, we're going through books. We have three books we want to go through. We're doing one at a time because... We're already doing a lot for this podcast. We're already posting a lot for this podcast. We might start posting three times a week. Poor Luke is not going to know what to do with himself, and that's okay. Um, but the first couple books we want to go through, and there's going to be more, but Victory by Jim Shetler, The Prayer Life of Jesus by Howard, I don't know how to say his last name, but it's by Howard, and Life's About Relationship by Dr. Don Woodard. So stay tuned. Next week, we're starting that. Not this week, because Luke has not read. I have not read, but we are going to start reading here soon. But right now, we are going to talk about um, pride in lying. Why pride affects lying, and why sometimes lying is not bad, but when it's in pride, it's always bad. And it's going to be really interesting when you look at it and stuff, and you see like the arguments for both sides. And we're going to see some like we're going to talk about a couple commandments that I mean, very well known commandments. If you read them, you realize why God didn't say, Thou shalt not lie originally. But let's get into it. Luke, hit us off with this amazing prayer, and uh, let's jump right in. Yes, sir. Dear God, thank you for this day, Lord, and um, thank you that me and Carter get to just do this podcast, Lord. Um, Lord, help us to just uh, learn more um, from your word, God. Help us to dig in deeper, and uh, pray that it'll just um, maybe speak, possibly speak to someone out there, Lord. And Lord, help us remember that we can't do it through our power, Lord, but through you. Yeah. It's you working through us, God, and uh, pray you'll uh, speak to us through this um, study time that we're going to be doing, and uh, thank you for all these opportunities we're getting to serve you, and help us to keep on finding them and taking them, Lord, in your name, amen. Amen. So this is, this is step two on pride in lies. This is, uh, this is like the, um, what, this, the third technical time we talked about it, but this is the second almost pride subject we've talked about because last couple I mean last time we talked about pride and disobedience and why disobedience always you know knocks down to pretty much pride and yeah now we're gonna see here today why hanging my suit coat up here um, why pride affects lying and how when you're lying for God it's not bad and what lying for God is and how it is we have a lot today so that's okay Luke I'm gonna have you start us off as read this there's a bunch of principles we got in Exodus here, and he's going to talk about it. He's going to read some stuff up and talk about it. So are you wanting to start in Exodus? Or, um, I mean, I'm at uh, Acts, yeah. Acts. Okay, so basically there's certain times, you know, like you just said, where lying can be good, lying can be bad. But we're going to look at some like the very technical um, different ways or reasons why people lie. Yes. And how pride affects those ways. So the first one I'm talking about is... I would say almost dignity or protection of yourself, because right here, almost like I'm not even protecting your own dignity, more like trying to upbraid your own dignity. Yeah, with so right something here, you shouldn't be with. Yeah, so right here in Acts five, we're going to be talking about Ananias and Sapphira here. It says, uh, actually, I'm sorry, in Acts chapter four, verse thirty-two is where we're going to start. It says, and the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and of one soul. Neither said any of them that all of the things which he possessed was his own, but they had all things common. And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, and great grace was upon them all. 
Neither was there any among them that lacked for as many as were possessors of lands or houses, sold them, and brought the prices of the things that were sold, and laid them down at the apostles' feet, and distribution was made unto every man according as he had need. So, basically right here what's happening is, <clears throat> all these, all the believers at this church, I, I'm not, um, it'd be at Jerusalem. Yeah. So this church Jerusalem, all the believers there. They're all of. Um, they're all realizing that they have what they need. They're not lacking anything, but some of them might be lacking. So they decided we're going to sell everything we have, and we're going to put it all in like one one pie, if you will. And then we're going to spread it out, and so everyone has the same amount of things, the same what amount they of stuff need. that they need. That um, so they not, so no one's lacking. Yes, and one thing important to mention: uh, we're not sitting here trying to tell you that you need to be giving everything. You need to sell <laughs> all your stuff, give it to the church. No. What God says, you know, it's good to help people out. And if you do that, bless you if that's what God leads you to do. We're not trying to sit here and say you need to give. Everyone needs to have the same amount. We're not, we're not communists over here. <laughs> yeah. And one other thing is, is that the reason why they were doing this is because they're of one heart and of one soul. So they're all look, going for the same purpose and the same goal. And that's one thing that really makes believers, that helps us strengthen each other. Yeah, we're, which will probably be another soon podcast. Yes, that's <laughs> all. strengthen each other. Uh, but, um, yes. <laughs> so Lord knows it. <laughs> and then uh, it says here in chapter 5, verse 1, it says, But a certain man named Ananias with Sapphira, his wife, sold a possession and kept back part of the price, his wife also being privy to it, or like knowing that's, that's what they just did, and brought a certain part and laid at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why, has, why hath Satan filled thine heart to lie to the Holy Ghost and to keep back part of the price of the land? While it remained, was it not thine own? And after it was sold, was it not thine own power? Why, was, why hast thou conceived this thing in thy heart, and thou hast not lied unto men, but unto God? So right here what happened was, is Ananias and his wife, they, sold, they had a possession, so they sold it, right? But instead of putting all of it, like every, every other believer did in the church, if they didn't give it all to the church, they kept back part of it. Now what they did was, is they told Peter, they told the apostle, that they that this is all they got from the possession. Yep. Okay, so right there they just lied. And there's a, and we're going to talk about the reason why they lied here. And it's because all the other believers, they gave everything, and they told, they were honest with it. They said, we get, this is all we got. We just sold everything. This is all the money. Yeah. And it was. But Ananias, he kept back part of it. He wanted to be like everyone else, but he didn't want to make that sacrifice. Exactly. He wanted to look as good as everyone else, wanted to be yeah. like everyone else. And that's a, that's a message of, I mean, in of itself, and so we're not going to get into that right there. But he, he wanted to be like everyone else, so instead of actually giving everything and he, to protect his pride and his own self, he gave part, he gave part of it, but lied. Now, I like what Peter said here. He's like, was it not in my own power to give it? Was it not in my own power to only give half of it if you wanted to? Yeah. If he never lied, it would have never been a sin. God would have never been like, oh, you're terrible. Peter, never, Peter would have never been like, hey, that's awful. You need to give it all. Nope. Peter and them, they just would have accepted it and went on with life. And God would still bless him. But he wanted to look better. So he lied. And that's one of the very many ways pride affects us in lying to make the... Because we think we need to look better than everyone else or just as good as people who we think that are better than a lot of other people, you know. And so that's, mm -hmm. that's very tricky there. And if you go down, if you read the rest of the chapter, or the rest of this part of the chapter, it actually talks about his wife. Peter asks her about it because he just dies after that. It says, actually right here, it says, 
And Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and gave up the ghost, and great fear came on all of them that heard these things. So, like, Peter's like, you didn't have to lie, you know that, right? Like, you could have just, it was in your, like Carter said, it was in your own power, right? And then he's like, you didn't lie to men, you lied to God. And next yeah. thing you know, boom, just drops dead. Yeah. Right there. When you lie and you sin, it has consequences. Now, I don't know God has, I, at least he hasn't dropped me dead yet when I was a liar, so... <laughs> But one thing I, uh, like we were saying, one thing you got to focus on is, first of all, it was the fact that he lied. That was the problem. Yeah. That was, and then you later on, we, we don't have to read this, but you go in, you keep reading, and, and a nice wife comes in, Sophia does, and uh, Peter says, hey, have you sold it for this much? Now, right there, she could have chose said, no, we sold it for this much, and we gave half of it. And Peter been like, all right. But she said, yes, yay, this much. And she's like, and he again says the same thing. He's like, you're gonna die. You're gonna go and be buried with your husband. The same feet that carried your husband out when he died is gonna carry you out right now. She dropped dead. How often? I was like, you know, ask you, ask yourselves, ask yourselves on the podcast. How often do we lie, almost to protect our own pride, and try to make up a story? Not even like maybe, maybe you weren't like even lying about a specific thing, but you almost made up a story to make yourself look good, or you changed one detail of a story. Sometimes. You're not going to, like, there's one person who said there's always a truth and a lie. Because the fact is they did sell everything. That was the truth. But they lied about giving it all. Mm -hmm. And so, like, a lot of times that's what we'll do. We'll have a bunch of truth, but to make ourselves look better, we'll change something. Mm -hmm. you got to ask, do you do that to yourself? And is it really worth it? It's almost like a fisherman story, you know, where you say he caught a, caught a fish, you know, maybe about... 30 inches, that's a big fish, actually. Like yeah, that's a really a, big fish, that's right? That's a really big fish. That's a good size and fish. let's say he's like, he goes home, he goes back to his little, his, I don't know, town, city, wherever he lives, he goes to his buddies, like, yeah, I caught this uh, 40, 45-inch fish over here, you know, that's a big old bass, you know. And this thing was like 40 pounds, you know, it's only like 20 pounds, you know. And he just exaggerates. He's trying yeah. to make himself look better. Now, he's not lying that he caught a fat, he caught a fish, and it's a big fish, but he extended the, the weight and the length he, of it. Yeah, he wanted to make himself look good, so he changed the story. He changed certain details of the story to make himself look better. And, you know, I have to be honest. Sometimes I find myself doing that same thing. Because you do. It, as a person, as a human, one thing we want to do is look good to the world, look good to people, and be like, yes, look how great I am. But, you know, we're not. <laughs> and, uh, and we're not that great. We may have done something great, and honestly... I mean, me and Luke were talking about how much better, how much more great of a person that just tells the truth. Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, that's the kind of person I have 100% respect for. There's someone who would tell me the exact truth. Like, if it was a 33-inch bass, they're just like, yeah, it's about 33 inches. And they challenge in humility, and that's where the humbleness and truth comes in. You know, God said the truth will set you free. When you lie, you lock yourself in a spot where, oh, crap. Now you got to almost prove this lie in a way. But when you tell the truth, it's truth. Yeah. You don't have to try to prove anything. It's true, and you have. To, if they want you to prove it, it's easy to prove because it happened. Yeah, and one thing that truth does and lying does, it's the they do the opposite. They counter they counterreact. Okay, truth. When you when you tell truth all the time, it builds trust. When you lie, and people realize you lied yeah. that later on, it breaks trust. I used to be a really bad liar when I was really young. No one trusted me because I lied a lot, and you can't trust someone who lies a lot. And that's just something important. That's something we all really realize here. Yeah. Also, but now, I mean, I want to look at a different aspect of lying here. We go to Exodus. It is lying to protect yourself from trouble. Almost like, oh, I'm in trouble or something. Now, in Exodus, I'm going to go to 32 first. 
And one, one of the things, I, I mean, I taught on this in uh, my junior church, I mean, not my junior church, uh, my Sunday school class today, uh, is the pride in, in the lie to protect yourself from punishment. We all have parents, and I don't know how your parents raised you, but I was, I was spanked. And some people think that's abuse. It's not. I needed spanked. If I did not get spanked, I would not be the person who I am today. Very thankful for my spanking. Um... But there was times, I mean, no child wants to get spanked, no child wants to get in trouble. I would lie in a way to make myself look good. I would make up excuses. That, and it always starts with an excuse, a lot of times. So, and we get this out of Exodus 32, verse 22. Now, this is a chapter where Aaron, I mean, if you read in like verse 4, makes a golden calf. And what he says Honestly, it's funny, and you can tell he's kind of almost panicking. I mean, Saul did this too. If you read through Sam, uh, First and Second Samuel, you know he tried to lie, tried to blame, shift the blame, stuff like that. Never worked. Um, they tried. To, Aaron tries to lie to save his own skin. It starts off. Remember, read twenty-one through twenty-four. These four verses. And Moses said unto Aaron, What did the people do unto thee that thou would hast brought so great? A sin upon them. So, because they just committed adultery, oh, not adultery, what am I saying? Um, what's that? Like worshiping another God. I can never remember the name of that. Idolatry. idolatry. Like adultery, but idolatry. And Aaron said, Let not the anger of, the, of my Lord wax hot. Thou knowest the people that they are set on mischief. So he starts blaming the people. And Aaron said, I mean, for they said unto me, Make us gods which shall go before us. For this Moses, now he's blaming Moses, the man that brought us out of the land of Egypt, we want, uh, we want nothing. Uh, we want not what became of him. Because they are like, we don't want to be near him, you know, whatever. And, you know, that's true. They did say that. So he's speaking truth right now. So he kind of tried to blame Moses. And in his final attempt to kind of get Moses' anger off of him, and he said unto them, uh, whosoever hath gold in any, uh, any gold, let them break it off. So they gave me, then I cast it into the fire, and there came out this calf. And that's where the lie comes in. Because if you read in verse 4, and he received them, so he just received the golden earrings out at their hand, and fashioned with a graving tool uh, after the, he had made it a molten calf. So he cast it all into the fire, and he says, well, I just cast it in, a, and a calf came out. It wasn't my fault. I just, I just threw it in the fire, and... Pop out pops this calf. I don't know if you guys know how like gold making works. You gotta do a little bit of work to make make anything out of metal. But he lies. He lies here, and he because he's trying to protect his own skin. He doesn't want to be. He doesn't want Moses' anger on him anymore, and he's trying to lie. I mean, it's insane. I mean, how many times have we done? I mean, you think about that, you know? Yeah, like it's kind of funny because when Aaron lies, <clears throat> it almost makes him seem kind of childish. It does. The fact that he said he threw gold in and the calf came out. Like, <laughs> yes. Like a 90 year old man here. Yeah. But no, like, um, it's sometimes it's almost an instinct. And that's not, it's like, because human nature is sin, right? Or sin, yeah. Right? Sometimes when we get caught, our automatic reaction is to lie about it and make, you know, make it something that it wasn't. And in the end, all that lying does is makes it worse, right? Yeah, absolutely. And. Um, I know before I've gotten, I know at school when I, when I was really young, I was, I lied all the time. Yeah. I told, so in school, we, we aren't allowed to hang on the stalls, right? And I'm in second grade and there's this kid I don't really like and 
he's wearing the bathroom together, and I'm going, I'm about to wash my hands. He walks in, I'm like, hey, why don't you go hang out in the stall? I won't tell nobody. He's like, we're not allowed to, and I'm like, that doesn't matter. We can still, you can still do it. I won't tell nobody. So he went and hung out in the stall. I went right back and told the teacher. I was like, um, he, he was hung out, he was hanging out in the stalls, and she, then when he comes back, she's like, why are you hanging out in the stalls? And he's like, well, look, told me to, and I was like, no, I didn't. He, you, you just did it right there and there, right in front of me, like, just joking around kind of thing, and I just lied and lied and tried to protect myself, and finally, I got caught, mm-hmm. and I got attention. <laughs> so Probably got whooped when you got home, too. Yep, I did, it was not very good, but, like, in the end, I lied constantly trying to save myself, so I want to get in trouble, because... I told a kid to go get school rules, and I went and lied about him. And honestly, you also mentioned another really good thing. You lied to this kid to get him in trouble. Yeah. And, I mean, one of the, actually the Ten Commandments, you know, people are like, well, thou shalt not lie. No, it's thou shalt not bear false witness. Mm-hmm. Bearing false witness is almost lying to get someone in trouble. Yeah. Now, obviously, that way is not necessarily the way he was, God was talking about, but you, trick, you lied to this kid to trick him into getting in trouble because you did not like him. I mean, again, how many times would we do something like that? I mean, uh, it was like Saul, uh, when Samuel confronted him about keeping the, the calves and stuff. He said, well, the people wanted to, so I just did it with the people. The people didn't necessarily want to keep the, the cows or anything. Never said that in the Bible. Just said, Saul said, to, uh, just said that Saul kept, left the animals alive and left the king alive. And um, when he wasn't supposed to, you know, I think, same thing. Mm-hmm. You're bearing false witness. Yeah. You're lying. I mean, the way our Savior died is they bear false witness against him. And, I mean, where does it lead? It always leads down lying, always leads down a road of bad, terrible awfulness. And that's the thing you got to actually, you know, that's the thing we think about. Now, though, I want us to look. I mean, there was a time in the Bible someone lied, and God did not condemn them. Now, don't condemn me yet. Or Luke here. <laughs> this is stuff we studied out. If you go to Exodus 1, turn, if you want to go over there, I'm going to just turn that thumb over here. And it talks in verse 15 about the midwives kill the male children. And once, this is Pharaoh telling them to kill the male children. And the king of Egypt spake to the Hebrew midwives, of which the name of the one was Sapphira, the name of the one, I don't know how to say that, Palaha. Um, <laughs> And he said, when ye do the office of the midwife to the Hebrew women and see them, uh, and see them upon the stool, if it be a son, then, sh- then ye shall kill him. But if it be a daughter, then, ye shall, then they shall live. So Pharaoh tells them, hey, son comes out, kill him. Daughter comes out, save him. It's fine, but I don't want sons because sons are strong. Back in, I'm not going to get into all why. No, I'm not going to get into politics right now. Mm-hmm. Much as I want to. Oh, that's why he wants them kept. But the midwives, I love this, feared God. They didn't look at, I mean, hmm. this is almost like, we need this today, is that we need to fear God more than what people are going to think about us when we witness to them. Anyway, that's a whole other message. Um, <laughs> I'm going to start preaching over here. But they feared God, and did not as the king of Egypt commanded them, but saved the men children alive. And the uh, king of Egypt called of the midwives and said unto them, Why have ye done this thing? Have ye saved the men children alive? And the midwives said unto Pharaoh, Because of the Hebrew women are not as the Egyptian women. They are lively and are delivered uh, the midwives, uh, before the midwives come in. 
delivered air before uh, air the midwives come in. So before the midwives come in. And the where, where were they? Verse twenty. Were they in verse twenty? Mm-hmm. Therefore, God dealt with uh, the midwives, and the people uh, multiplied and waxed very mighty. And it came to pass because of the midwives feared God that He made them houses. So God blessed these people, um, because. Sorry, I'm just cutting out here. God blessed these people because. I mean, they lied, but they lied to protect God. They lied because they feared God. They obeyed God rather than men. And the way I heard it put one time, this guy he said, if someone like Nazi Germany, you have like a load of Jews in your house, and a German, German guy comes up and he says, do you have Jews in your house? What are you going to do? Are you going to say yes because you have Jews in your house? No, you're going to lie to them, right? God's still going to bless you. But why? Because you have a greater obligation to protect the lives of the innocent than to tell the truth. And God understands that not all lying is wrong. It's that lying that hurts people is wrong. And that's the greatest thing about all the commandments. If you read the commandments, things God tells us not to do is to protect us and to, and to make us look different. Yeah, and one thing here is, is um, it's kind of funny because the way they say it, you know, um, the midwives, mm-hmm. they're talking about the Hebrew women, they're like, they are lively. And they, they give birth before you even get there, is what they're saying. Yeah. And it's kind of funny because they say they're different than the Egyptian one, which is true. Yeah. So there is truth in this lie. Exactly. And in, in, in fact, some of that might have still, I mean, widely, what it meant was if they were working in the field and they were pregnant, they like ready to give birth, they just hunch over, they give birth. And that might have been true. But the midwife would still come and take care of the child. So maybe there's some truth in there. But that's not necessarily why they kept the men children alive. And that's yeah. where the lie comes in. Because they said, oh, because they're lively. No, that's, that's not true. Because you can go grab a child from a mother and kill it. They did it because they feared God. Yeah. I, I think that's a good point now. Yeah, and like, um, I don't know. It's just kind of funny because like, the fact that God blessed him for that. But when Carlos, you know, it's just like Carlos saying with the Jews and everything. And like... God tells us to obey our parents, right? And obey those in authority. Yes. But when they, when the ones in authority want us to sin, that's when we have the right to disobey. And yeah. that's when lying, I think, will come in as disobedience. And that because they want us to do sin. So if we lie to get out of the sin in a way, if you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. I do. It's like the Bible verse um, when Peter and them were confronted by the Pharisees and said, why have you done this thing? Because we had... Like we'd rather serve God than man. Yeah. Like we would, would we rather serve man than the Almighty God? And he asked that question, and that's something we need to think about. Who are we serving? Why are we serving? Um, and stuff like that. Luke has something. Right here. I guess I think we should probably, you want to like start finishing up here. I don't um, know. We can keep going until we're done. <laughs> I know there is this one verse in Ephesians um, 4, verse 25. It says, Wherefore, putting away the lying, Speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. And right there, it's like, it's literally, it's just says, you know, there's really no, no need to kind of re, re, um, explain it. It's literally just, we're putting away lying. So stop lying and speak every man truth with his neighbor, right? Yeah. Because we're members one of another. When you're saved, you become part of the family of God. And we're members like that. Why would you want to lie to someone to hurt them or make you look better when we're just members one? Why don't we just tell the truth? Um, build up trust with each other when we tell the truth. So we build up trust, 
And next thing you know, we're stronger, and we could resist the devil better yeah. because we're stronger in that way. And exactly. And, you know, uh, this is, we're done. I think we, we're done because we still got another podcast we got to do. <laughs> we're running out of time. But it's so important to remember that lying, unless you are, unless you are lying to serve God, like unless, and that is very rare. But if you're lying to hurt somebody, that's what I should put. If you're lying to hurt somebody, that is always going to hurt you too. It's always going to affect you because when you lie to lift yourself up or hurt somebody, or protect or try to protect your own pride or your own self from something you deserve because you did something wrong. You're chaining yourself. You're like going into a prison cell and locking there. But when you tell the truth, the truth shall set you free. Remember to be humble and truthful this week and for the rest of your life, hopefully. Well, that was good. Very good. That was good. I like that. I, I honestly, that convicted me to tell more truth. I mean, I don't lie much, but still, you know, I, if I'm not careful, I want to lift myself up with something that isn't true. But... Thank you for listening. This has been More About God Podcast with your boy Carter and your boy Luke. There it is. <laughs> uh, but we're going to go and we're going to teach a lesson on. I hope this is our, actually, funny thing is, this is going to come out after this le- next, les- uh, next podcast we're going to be doing. But we're going to go record that. I hope you guys are enjoying your week. We're praying for you. Um, keep praying for us. And then can't wait to see, uh, see you guys again next week. Luke, why don't you pray us out? Yes, sir. Dear God, thank you for stay, Lord. Thank you that we've had this time to um, talk about lying, pride and lying, God. And Lord, I know you spoke to me about a couple things in this, God. And, uh, help us to always watch ourselves before we just lie to protect ourselves or to tear someone down. Um, help us to not bear false witness, God. And help us just to remember that um, lying is usually wrong, Lord. Only when it's um, to protect um, your will, God, is it only right, Lord. But that's very rare, God. Help us to understand that. Most of the time, if it's ever coming to lying, Lord, it's usually bad. Anything to protect us, to help us out, Lord, in our flesh. And um, pray to us, uh, help us have a good rest of the week, Lord. And um, pray to us in your name. Amen. Amen. All right. See you guys next time.